Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 7th of April. Today, a very sorry Los Angeles Lakers bow out of playoff contention, the Dolphins stirring up player transfer trouble in rugby league land, and the king of F1 has arrived in Australia. But first... The winner on points by split decision. In blue, Harry... At last year's Olympic Games, boxer Harry Garside became the first Aussie boxer to win a medal in 30 years when he took home bronze. But last night at the Horton Pavilion in Sydney, Garside was out to get his hands on some new metal. It's an Australian title fight with a big fight feel. Aussie Harry, the bronze Aussie, against Munro Matet, the Matrix. Quick aside, the Matrix Awesome fighting name. What is the Matrix? Anyway, back to the fight. Garside beats him to the punch and throws oh. another. And works to the body. Big shots from Harry Garside. He's hitting with everything. He's pouring in. After 10 rounds, where most notably Garside felt no need to sit down between the rounds, there was only one possible result. Your winner by unanimous decision and new ANBF lightweight champion for the end of the blue corner. Garside scored a unanimous points decision against Man Ray Matet to claim the Australian lightweight title in just his second professional fight. But you get the feeling, Harry's only looking ahead. Practice for the Australian Grand Prix gets underway tomorrow in Melbourne, so it's time to drop another Formula One update thanks to Armorall, chosen by champions and the auto appearance partner of the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team. He's here. He's here. here. Yes, Lewis Hamilton is officially in the country. The world championship record is equals. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. Seven-time world champion, currently sitting fifth in the Drivers' Championship, arrives at the third race of the season in Australia to a track that hasn't exactly been a happy hunting ground for him across his career. Hamilton has won 103 Grand Prix total, yet he's only taken the chequered flag in Australia twice. Is that all? So will the changes made to the Albert Park course prove advantageous to Sir Lewis? The sun comes down and you get this glare in your eye through the last section of the circuit. It's generally a circuit that I think probably works well for an aggressive driver style, and that's late heavy breakers where you can break late and deep into corners like turn three and turn nine. The old track was great fun to drive, but needed changes. Given he already trails Ferrari Charles Leclerc by 29 points on the Drivers' Championship leaderboard, Hamilton will need a good result if he's any chance to win an eighth Drivers' Championship and draw clear of the joint record holder, a Mr. Michael Schumacher. Everywhere you turn, Shows ineptitude, shows inefficiency, shows an embarrassment of arrogance that is undeniable. They are a basketball atrocity. Scorecard favourite Stephen A. Smith firing on all cylinders on ESPN there, but who is he speaking about? The Lakers are a national basketball atrocity. Let's just call it what it is. They're an atrocity. Yeah, the iconic Los Angeles Lakers. The team with LeBron James, no less, are being absolutely destroyed throughout the basketball community because despite having one of the two greatest basketballs of all time in LeBron, as well as former league MVP Russell Westbrook and multiple-time All-Star Anthony Davis, they have been eliminated from playoff contention after their seventh straight loss yesterday when they went down to the Phoenix Suns. Who would have thunk it at the beginning of the year? that the Lakers would not even make the playoffs 
in the 21-22 season. Not many people. In fact, no one. Especially when you consider that going into the season, the Lakers were the second favourites behind the Brooklyn Nets to win the whole damn thing. Sorry, I went a little Stephen A. Smith there. I apologise. But in reality, it's LeBron and the Lakers who should really be doing the apologising today. They won't play an actual game in the NRL for another 10 months, but the Dolphins are causing another stir in the world of rugby league. While the ink is barely dry on the news of Coach Wayne Bennett's meeting with Knights Captain Caelan Ponga last weekend in Sydney, Triple M's Ben Dobbin reports the Dolphins have got their flippers in some other pies. Cameron Munster is contracted to the Melbourne Storm until the end of 2023, so he's available to go to a new club in 2024. At the moment, he has been in some negotiations with the Melbourne Storm about an extension that can have discussions. Currently at the moment, my understanding is that he has only been offered $750,000 a year for a three-year extension. Speaking yesterday on the Rush Hour with Liesl Lehman Dobbo, check out the podcast, it's a great show. Dobbo explained that Melbourne Storm star Cam Munster's contract situation makes him ripe for the picking to join the expansion club in 2024. The Dolphins have gone on record and have absolutely said this to me today, that they are prepared, if they could get Cameron Munster, to pay him a three-year deal of a million dollars a season. And at a reported $250,000 a year more than the Storm were prepared to pay him over the same time, 27-year-old Munster has a serious decision to make whether to stick with the club who supported him through his off-field dramas or be the face of the new club in his home state of Queensland. And if he does depart, he'd become the fourth and highest profile player to make the switch from Melbourne to the Dolphins after Ford's Felice Cafusi and Jesse and Kemi Bromwich both decided to join the expansion club. I wonder what Storm coach Craig Bellamy thinks about the NRL's new team. Stinking Dolphins. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 7th of April. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.